You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter, Mark Bowman. Mark, I actually made my way down to lovely Turner Field, uh, braved the, the uh, North Georgia traffic and got down there yesterday, and we talked a little about Hector Oliveira. And I think it's a really interesting question in a lot of ways. Uh, starting with the fact that the Braves gave up an awful lot to get this guy. And uh, it, it is clear that, that they view him as a, a key piece of what they're trying to build. Uh, and yet, as you've noted, he hasn't gotten an awful lot of playing time. Um, now, some of that may be health-related, and there are a whole lot of things that go into that. They may just not want to push him too hard. Um, but but how is this? how does this all kind of add up? I just Can you kind of resolve this combination that – from the front office's perspective, this guy is clearly a core piece, and yet the manager doesn't seem to be in a hurry to get him out there every day and get him reps and see what he can do. Yeah, I, you know, I look, I understand that this position of a manager is he he wants to put the lineup out there that he feels uh, is best suited to uh, help him get a win that day. I just, I'm baffled at the thought that, that they think that Adonis Garcia uh, is a better option right now. I realize that Garcia has hit eight home runs and his first 155 at-bats or 160 at-bats at, at the big league level. I, I realize he's exceeded expectations, but this is Hector Oliveira, a guy that, that your organization is, is uh, in some ways Mortgage's future for uh, giving up a Jose Peraza and, and a controllable Alex Wood, a guy that you could have had in your rotation for at least the next four years. Yeah. You know, he missed one game with what they, what they said was a bruised foot. He fouled a ball off his foot, and, and BP Oliveira did. You know, now, going back to the hamstring, he played for a whole month before he came up here. He, you know, if you want to play him four out of five every five days and get Garcia in there, that's fine. But, you know, he's, he's been up here for 15 games now, and, and he has started 10 of them. And, uh, you know, I, I don't get the sense that um, – you know, the front office completely uh, likes – I don't think they're in favor of, of, you know, the limited amount of playing time that Oliveira has gotten. Um, and I just – I don't get it. I, I, I get – they say, hey, he's going to go play winter ball. He'll make up for lost time there. Well, why don't you go ahead and get a sense of what he is right here, right now? Uh, allow him to face the top competition. He, he, he had a chance to face Mark Burley and David Price this week, you know, it doesn't, you know, Freddie said something about, hey, I don't want to get him buried. I don't want him, you know, losing confidence. I, I'm sorry, but if, if you spent, you know, this much on a, a guy who would, would lose confidence after uh, uh, facing two guys who could help him in his development get a better sense of where he is at the major league level, uh, you know, I, I don't want that guy on my team. So, uh, you know, it's baffling. I, I don't understand this uh, approach. Um that Freddie has taken, you know, I'm, I'm guessing over the next couple of weeks we're going to see Oliveira in there a little more frequently because I, I don't get the sense of the, uh, the just just moving forward. You know, I, I do expect Oliveira to play, you know, a lot, a little more frequently here uh, down to the last couple of weeks of the season. What do you get? What impression do you get from the front office about this situation? I know you talked to to you're one of you're one of those guys who's definitely plugged in. Um, are they baffled? Do they understand? And the reason I ask, I'm not trying to sort of invent a riff because clearly there's a level of 
comfort here. I mean, they the, in the middle of a frustrating season, they just extended Freddie Gonzalez's contract. They they clearly uh, have a level of confidence. He clearly wants to be part of this, so it does not seem to be a dysfunctional situation. So I guess what I'm asking is, how does that kind of get resolved? That on the one hand, there's this indication that everybody's on the same page, and on the other hand, again, this key asset. Uh, is is maybe not being used in in the way you might think that they would have wanted to use him. Well, you know, I I, I do think that this is the one issue, you know, that it is arisen where you know they they would they were all behind the whole. Hey, let's be patient with him. There's no need to play him every day. But like I said, he's played two out of every three games here uh, over the last two weeks. I think the front office was looking at this as more of a play four, four out of every five or five out of every six, give him a day off here and there. And I realized that, uh, you know, Freddie wants to get Garcia back. Um, and but let's not forget, you know, Adonis Garcia was basically, uh, you know, just you gotta, they got him for free at the end of spring training because the Yankees had no need for him. Uh, there was no need for no need for them to try to trade him or anything like that. You know, they, they just released him. In fact, when the Yankees uh, writers were here a couple of weeks ago in Atlanta, they were like, wow, you know, I, I didn't even, you know, some of them, they, they knew he was in the system, but, but uh, you know, they're, they're saying this guy's playing every day, um, you know, at this point in time. So he, he was never, he's never been considered a guy who uh, should be, you should be giving him playing time over a guy who you have labeled a cornerstone of your future. So, uh, like I said, I, I've got a feeling that the, the front office will, you know, talk to Freddie a little bit about this now that uh, Oliveira has missed missed those first two starts against the Blue Jays this week, and uh, we'll see him in there a little more frequently, I, I think, over these next couple of weeks. I want to talk a little about Matt Whistler, who's had a really interesting year, um, and some good and some bad, but you know, saw some some encouraging stuff the last time out. I think the biggest thing he he finally got some strikeouts, and it's a little, you know, it's not everything, but when a guy who is supposedly potentially a front of the rotation kind of guy is averaging less than a strikeout every other inning, that's not good. Um, what did they see from him last time out? What's the sort of level of encouragement? Um, what do they kind of want to see from him down the stretch? You know, when he struggled there uh, throughout August, some of the members of the coaching staff were thinking, hey, let's put him in the bullpen for uh, maybe two or three appearances. It ended up being just one appearances uh, just because they were running out of pitchers, kind of the effect of Mike Fultonovich being out uh, with the pneumonia and now being relegated basically to a relief role the rest of the, the season. Uh, but they, what they wanted to do was put Whistler in that bullpen because they thought that would allow him to to work, not necessarily just just work on some some aspects of uh, his delivery, refining that. Uh, it was more targeted towards his approach. They just did not think he was being aggressive enough. They thought he was going out there and and, and nibbling. Uh, they, they wanted to get him more aggressive in the strike zone. They thought bringing him out of ten would. would would alter that mindset, and you know the the one relief appearance he had in D.C. He was very effective with with two scoreless innings, and his last time out there against the Mets, we we saw a, a guy who uh, looked a lot more like he had um, when he 
when he first came up, well, he had a lot of confidence. Um, you kind of saw that start to wane uh, as August progressed, especially after he uh, gave up a few home runs there at, at Wrigley Field. Um, it was a windy day, but at the same time, it was it was obvious that, that his confidence was shaken. So what what we're seeing now is a guy who, who is a, that they're hoping to see the rest of the way is he continues to attack the strike zone. Uh, you know, getting ahead of the count will help his slider, which was early during the early portion uh, of the season after he came up. That was a very effective pitch for him. Um, but but as you mentioned, we, we have not seen too many swings and misses uh, over the last six weeks. One other thing I wanted to touch on before we let you go. Um, Anderson Simmons, two years ago, goodness, three years ago, um, two years ago, I believe, um, hit for some real power, hit 17 home runs. He, he, he's At this point, it's clear. I don't think anybody thinks he's going to be a high average hitter, and that's all right. And and he's still a pretty good player. He's a three-win player, according to Baseball Reference War, um, just based on defense and, and, and what he does with the bat. But you know, he was a seven-win player when he hit 17 home runs. Um, is that power ever going to come back? What's the level of concern? I mean, it's just – I don't think anybody ever thought he was going to develop into a high-average hitter, but – but that's all right. If you hit 250 with power and play great defense at shortstop, that's a heck of a ball player. If you hit 250 and don't do anything else to the plate with great defense at shortstop, that's a fine player. It's a useful player, but it's not necessarily a building block player. Right, right. No, no. And I remember you and I had a conversation about it a couple of years ago about how how special a player this guy could be. And even at the time, as he was moving towards those 17 homers, you're thinking, this is not who he is. Uh, but I, I certainly didn't expect it to go from, like you said, uh, 17 homers down here uh, below five. I, I expected him to be more of a guy who would hit nine to, you know, or somewhere around 10 home runs a, a season. Uh, I, so to, to, I do not think we'll see that guy who who hit 17 homers there a couple of years ago. I don't think we're going to consistently see that power. What we might see is a, is a guy who becomes a little bit more productive at the plate now that the walk rate is at least moving in the right direction. Uh, Kevin Seitzer, I talked to him a few weeks ago. He was really happy with the approach that, that Simmons was taking. Um, maybe we'll see that, that higher on-base percentage. I just don't think we're going to see uh, those power numbers again, and that's fine. You know, If, if you can get this guy to, to continue to play gold glove, uh, caliber defense and give you a two, let's say 270 with, with closer to a, a 330 on base percentage with 10 homers. You know, he, he's certainly still a, uh, an above average player and a, and a true asset. So I don't think we're going to see him go ahead and approach 20 homers again, but if he, if he improves the, um, the discipline at the plate and the, the walk rate continues to move in the right direction. That, you know, that then they'll at least uh, have a, a player who is more productive at the plate than he was last year, where he, he certainly took uh, regressed, uh, not only from a power standpoint, but also uh, you know the, the lack of discipline at the plate continued to, to hurt his ability to, to get on base consistently. All right. Well, Mark Bowman, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks everybody for listening.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.